Welcome football fans. Buckle up for another hard-hitting episode of Player 54 Podcast, a show focused solely on the XFL. From a sunny Southwest Florida studio, here's your host, Michael Lathrop. Hello, football fans. This is episode 54, Nelson's Draft Experience. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Royal Retros by 503 Sports. Royal Retros are the king of throwbacks. Royal Retros by 503 Sports provides a line of merchandise from legendary defunct leagues such as the XFL 1.0. If you've always wanted to get yourself a quality Las Vegas Outlaws He Hate Me or Los Angeles Extreme Tommy Maddox jersey, perhaps even an OG XFL's team's t-shirt, we have you covered. Simply click on the link provided in the show's description and notes and enter the code Let's Talk XFL at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. I hope everyone had a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. This week, we have limited XFL developments. Later in the show, I will be rejoined by wide receiver Aaron Nelson to discuss his XFL draft experience. But first, we have an XFL development to cover. So, let's get to it. On November 22nd, KPRC2, Houston's Aaron Wilson, made the following post to his Twitter account. Carolina Panthers released De'Ara King, signed Aaron Mosby to practice squad. This move likely paves the way for King to join the XFL. If you recall, XFL News Hub's Mike Mitchell reported King was one of the quarterbacks the D.C. defenders were in pursuit of. Pairing Mitchell's reporting with the fact that defenders only had one quarterback allocated during the week of the draft, all but guarantees King will be joining the D.C. defenders for the 2023 season. As I have previously mentioned, I will now be rejoined by wide receiver Aaron Nelson to discuss his XFL draft experience. Welcome back, Aaron. I appreciate you taking the time to return to the show to discuss your XFL draft experience. Thank you for having me, Mike. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a little bit more sweet this time around. So much has happened since we discussed your football journey and XFL draft invitation back, what released in August. And I can't recall, I had recorded several interviews. So we're trying to think maybe early July or something may have been. Yeah, uh, it sounds about right. Around, around there. So several league developments. My show has rebranded now as Player 54 Podcast versus Let's Talk XFL. But most importantly, this past week, the XFL conducted their draft. Before we get into that, how have you been? A lot of emotions, man. A lot of emotions. My life changed, man. <laughs> it changed on that Wednesday just from that phone call. Well, before that, though, I mean, how have you been? What, what have you been doing, you know, leading up to the draft? Right, just, as, just the same thing I've been doing since I graduated, man. Just working out, working, going to the field, getting that extra work in, just putting in overtime. The grind, right? Yeah, it, it never stops. <laughs> Sounds cliche, but it never does if you want to oh, get to where you want to be. I understand, but it's it's the reality. So just in case some of our listeners, because my show has grown a little bit since the last time we had you on. So just in case some of our listeners haven't had the opportunity 
to listen to your previous interview on the show. I'm just going to provide them a brief backstory or a recap. You played okay. your collegiate ball at Division Three Delaware Valley University in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, where you walked on as a lean receiver, worked your butt off and bulked up and improved your, your skill set, earned a few senior bowl honors, which led to conversations with the National Football League scouts. Your American National Combine performance got you on the hot list which caught the eye of Mark Lillibridge and ultimately led to receiving an XFL draft invitation back in July 16th. Have I missed anything important just to make sure we got everyone up to speed? Okay. You hit everything on the nose. Good deal. Well, I didn't want to shortchange you, you know, I I, just make sure we got it right. We will get to the, the draft moment here shortly, but since we last spoke, I just, I'm curious, had you received any, invitations to any of those private xfl workouts that were in the lead up to the draft no sir i did not i didn't receive any type of private workouts for anybody so your body of work was essentially your american national combine for making the hot list any videos that you had sent into mark lillibridge that got you that draft invitation that has just where it was left right yeah yeah the ANC. Combine was like the last body of work. You didn't get any private workout invitations. Did you have any conversations with XFL coaches, staff members, you know, personnel members, anything in the lead up to last week on Wednesday? I would say the only thing I got was like a brief email from um, a personnel guy from, uh, the Houston Roughnecks saying that I was like a, a draftable player on the board and stuff like that, but nothing, nothing outside of that now. So you were aware that you were on their radar. Yeah, I was aware, but then again, when you get those kind of things, you kind of got to figure like a lot of other people got those too, you know? So like I took it for what it was. I was appreciative of it, but I was just still waiting for that Wednesday and Thursday for the draft. Well, no doubt it has to feel good that you received one. And I understand that you're, you're keeping, you know, your expectations in check. Yeah. Cause I mean, any reasonable person would, but it has to feel pretty good. All right. I'm on the radar. One team reached out out of seven. So, I mean, if you're looking at the odds, how yeah. did that make you feel like, all right, this is my only, you know, did you feel like this is your only shot? I felt, you- I felt good. I felt good about it. I was, in my head, I was thinking, if I'm going to go anywhere, I'm going to go to the Houston team because they're the ones showing the most interest in me and just reaching out the most to me. So I kind of figured, like, if I was going to get picked up, it was going to be by them. What were the conversations like with your representation? Was it Larika Scott, who is your agent? Yeah, so I, I recently just changed representations. I'm with a, a new agent. But, no, nah, it, it was more or less them – contacted me it was nothing really to do with my agent okay so like all the talks have just been with me and the um the team well that's pretty interesting i mean and i as a player would love that direct contact and that kind of that it's like that old telephone game right you know as kids (laughs) one person says something to one person and the next person comes over so i mean at least you got it direct whether it's the emails whether whatever it is it's not like it's being fed and altered in any way 
you know, to yeah, make you either feel good or everything from. Yeah, I was getting everything from them. It was nothing, no agents or nothing. It was just me talking to the people. All right, good, good deal. So now that we brought everyone up to speed, let's talk about the big moment. On November sixteenth, the Houston Roughnecks selected you in the eighth round of the offensive skill segment of the draft with the fifty seventh pick. Can you take a moment and walk us through that day? That just, day? Yeah, from the start <laughs> to talk, what that moment came before. down. Just walk us through it, man. Just get <laughs> raw. Just give it to us. Well, I couldn't I couldn't sleep that night before. I couldn't sleep at all. <laughs> I was so anxious and so excited. I couldn't even sleep that night before. But I woke up. I was thinking, like, you know, I have a chance of going today, but I think I'm aiming more or – oh, I was thinking I was going to go the second day, to be honest with you, just because, like, I knew there was a lot of a lot of guys coming from much bigger schools than me, which much more experienced than me. So I was just aiming for, like, the second day. I was like, if I want to get picked, I'll probably get picked the second day. So when I got picked in the eighth round, it was, like, it was a shock for me, to be honest with you, because I didn't, I, didn't I didn't think that I was going to go that, that high. Yeah, so – that comes in. You're shocked. I mean, where were you? Were you at home? I was, uh, you know, friend's I, house. Was, or, you know, how did it go? Yeah, who, who was around you? How, you know, how did, how did that moment come in to find so that, out? So that morning, like I had to go pick up my car from the shop because I had to get an oil change. So I already had the NFL draft tracker up. I'm just, you know, driving, seeing where everybody's going. I'm like, ah, oh, man, some big guys going. I seen, um, What's it called? I seen they got Adrian Killens first. I'm like, okay, UCF, that's NFL. He has some NFL experience with the Eagles. I've seen some other big guys like Vic Beasley get drafted. I'm like, all right, I kind of see like the route like the league is going in. So I think at that time I was like, all right, maybe the second day. But as I got to my apartment, I'm still, I'm still watching TV. I have the draft tracker up. I think my roommates were there and they ended up going out somewhere to get something to eat. And all of a sudden I look at my phone at the draft tracker and I seen that I got, I got picked up like four picks ago. And I'm like, Oh my God, like (laughs) somebody just drafted me. I was trying to see who drafted me and I see it was Houston. And then after that, like five minutes later, I got a phone call from the offensive coordinator and um, the receivers coach. So we all watched, you know, us diehard football fans watch the National Football League draft every year. And we always see that they're phoning the guy. Hey, this is coach so-and-so, right? Uh-huh. Just to let you know, we're, you know, we're taking you right now. We're putting your name in. You didn't get that moment. You got your name <laughs> flashed yeah, up. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so you I, know it. And you're like, wait, is this real? Is this not? You know, yeah. I'm just assuming how this is going. And then five minutes later, <laughs> you're getting a yeah. phone call from who? Uh-huh. Who called you? first person that called me was um coach party the uh receivers coach and we're chopping it up he was introducing himself to me we're just talking about talking about the team how happy he was to get me and just what i was doing and then like same same with the uh offensive coordinator we were just talking he was just happy to have me happy that i was still up there for them to get for them to get me just excited for them to use me in the offense and stuff like that. 
did it follow up with any calls from anybody else? Nah, those were just the two, um, just the two people that called me. You see your name selected, you get your phone calls. What do you do? I mean, are you going to celebrate? Are you calling anybody else? Family, friends, <laughs> call, your former I coaches? Who? Uh, I call I call my mom. That's the first thing I call because she was like, she was right there watching the two back at home. And when I called her, she, she didn't believe me. She, uh, she thought I was lying to her. <laughs> I was like, nah, you got to see it. Look. <laughs> so She was excited, man. She started screaming. And then, you know, throughout the day, I was just getting a lot of phone calls from from family and friends. Just a lot of support. Awesome. So, all right, a couple of days have gone by. Has there been any other communications, emails coming through as to what's next? What's the next step? You know, what the timetable is, you know, anything like that? Or is it kind of like they kind of just told you, hey, we'll be in touch in, you know, the week or so? Is it kind of more after the holidays, seeing that Thanksgiving here is just a couple of days away? Or was it left? Uh, I think I've been getting, um, a few updates and stuff for the upcoming months. Probably get more more soon this week, but just right now, I know I have to be there. I have to be in Arlington, and um, the I think it's like the sixth or seventh. So that's like the biggest date for me because that's when I got to be ready by sixth or seventh of December. Nah, of January. I was gonna say, man, wow! Because yeah. everything we're seeing is camp starts in January. I was, I was gonna be like, whoa, what's going on here? I'm like, I'm, I'm a little intrigued. <laughs> yeah, I should have been more, more specific with that. But yeah, January got to be out there. January sixth. I don't fault you. I'm a podcast host. I'm hungry for more information. I'm hoping <laughs> there's more to it, right? And not that I, <laughs> you know, am that type of guy constantly prying guys for info. But you know, I'm just like, ooh. Maybe there is, and it would be kind of nice to kind of get, get that yeah, out I'm there. Not and, sure. I'm just not sure how much information I'm allowed to put out there, but I just know that I got to be out there the uh, the sixth or seventh. Probably oh, that's all good. I mean, I'm not trying to get you in. Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to get you in trouble here. I'm just, you know, yeah. we know that <laughs> things may shift once camp happens, once contracts, if you know everything sure. works out with you. Your availability might significantly change. You might have to go through you know, the communications team to do anything like this moving forward. And we don't know hundred percent, but that's probably likely going to happen. You know, it's going to, the league's going to protect its own image. They're going to try to protect your image, you know, because your image is tied now to their image moving forward. So I can see that all happening. I get it. And I'm not asking you to divulge anything, you know, that you probably shouldn't divulge either, but I was just like, Ooh, there might be something going a little bit sooner. Looking at, I'm not saying you have, but if you have tuned in to my last episode that just came out today, the latest episode that came out today, I had Sam just on and we went through the draft. We had talked about things. So if you haven't listened to it, which I'm not expecting that you have, I want you to hear it from me first. I wasn't kind to the Houston Ruffins. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I haven't listened to it yet, man. I, to the point that I wouldn't even get into details as to why I'm not, because I, I didn't want to bash anybody in particular. And uh, it has nothing to do with you. I'm so happy. I mean, that you got drafted, and that's exactly what I wanted to help players. And I'm not saying I'm taking any credit for you. Your body of work has done it, right? You you are obviously a phenomenal athlete, and you're getting recognized for your skill sets. 
and your hard work. So I'm not going to take it, but me doing this, this is kind of what I'd hope for, right? That if any right. little outs, any little thing I could help, you know, a lot of the guys that were in your type of situation that came from a different background. When I saw your name, I'm like, I didn't want to gloat on my show or anything and be like, yo, he was on my show. You know, so I tried you to be have. as, you know, well, yes, I know. But I congratulated you. I reached straight out about trying to get you back on the show because I'm like, that's how I want to do it, right? Let's praise it and let's celebrate it this way. And, you know, so instead of like just kind of do it in passing. Um, so I wasn't kind. I think the bar was set so high in 2020 with the Houston Roughnecks because they were undefeated. Obviously, P.J. Walker and, you know, Cam Phillips, the offense was just clicking. Now, I hope I'm wrong, man, because I would love to see you light it up. I would love to see you light it up. But I know. I I know. I'm not trying to put (laughs) a lot of pressure on you, but I have said on on that draft special that I want a lot of these teams and players to force me to eat some crow. So if you could do it for the Houston Roughnecks, that'd be awesome. I mean, because I mean, it might as well be you by anybody else, right? Just, you should just force me to. Well, I just know I was going to go in there and do my job, man. That's what I'm going to do. I know. I know. <laughs> the eighth round, you thought you're going to be in the second day like in that open yeah. phase, right? Knowing yeah. that there was 11 rounds in the offensive skill set segment, how good for one that you're in day one does that feel? Two that you weren't like the, in the eleventh round. Not that you didn't have belief in yourself, or you you wouldn't be doing what you're doing if you didn't. But has it changed your own level of confidence? Your own, you know, a little more pep in your step, your swag. Did, did nah, you feel a little bit more confident? I always, always, always had that man. Always had that, but it it definitely showed me that they wanted me. You know, whenever you go like early like that. It definitely shows that they want you. They have big plans for you. But, no, nah, I didn't change any of my confidence or anything like that. I always had that. I always, you know, worked hard and had a good belief system in myself. But, you know, I went early, so that just gave me more. I guess, I guess you could say it gave me more confidence as in, like, okay, like, they, they really want me. You know, I was the fifth receiver that they took, and they, they got some big plans for me going forward. Well, the reason why I asked this is because there are some guys that had some National Football League experience, but guys oh, yeah. I think that are a legitimate that did not get selected. Mohamed Sanu, I could have swore uh-huh. would have been a first rounder, didn't even get selected at all. Now, I'm not saying he can't or won't get selected in the supplemental draft in January, but what I'm just saying is like, if I, you know, I, I, I get it, I'm, I'm not you. But if I'm in your shoes, I'd be like, man, I got selected not only on the first day, which I didn't think was happening. I got selected where a guy like that did not. So I'm just, that's where I was kind of like, man, what does that do for you? But I mean, that that speaks yeah, volumes just, to what they thought about you, though, or think of you. Yeah, you know, they really did their homework, you know. They they definitely watched the film. You know, they definitely seen what I can do and the just my abilities that I can, just my abilities. Uh, as a receiver so they definitely did their homework they definitely scouted me well and i'm just glad to get an opportunity finally <laughs> yeah man so you know what i kind of hope would also come from this obviously you know that you, you make the team you know i know there's a lot of work ahead 
So I'm not trying. What would be kind of really cool now is that you get a chance to maybe talk to some of your old ball coaches from college. Maybe, yeah. some, you know, get My, a chance uh, to kind of talk to, you know, some of the guys that maybe are now at the school and you can kind of just light that fire underneath some other guys. I'm not saying that they all don't have it, but it just to prove that regardless what happens next, this is a pretty big deal for you. You know, and this is a pretty big deal for your school. Yeah, I would think in, yeah. in guys that are at that level that may always think, well, I'm just D3. Well, you had that belief. We've talked about that. It doesn't really make a difference what level you come from because there's a bunch of bounce backs. There's a lot of guys that didn't have the grades or whatever, you know, they just think they missed out on scouting for whatever reason. So would you ever chomp at the bit to go back and kind of do like speak to your former team or, you know, take advantage of something like that? Yeah, I'm not really like the um, the big speaker like that, but I do a lot of stuff like behind the scenes, you know, just talk to the, to my guys and stuff that played at the um at uh, my school that I used to go to but yeah again like my coaches reached out they're all proud they all said I earned it they know like the way I work and the way I wanted it they're just proud yeah it's like it's it's definitely a big day for D3 too definitely a big day for the underdog you know just just keep working and you once you finally get in front of the right person be in the same shoes as me you know just don't stop Right, commitment, just grind it, just keep going. Like it's until it's over to the yeah, so called the fat lady sings, right? Yeah, because a lot of people just see you as for what you are right now and not what you're going to be. You know, that's why a lot of people can't really see see your dream or see you achieving your dream because they only see you what you are right now, not what you're going to be after you put in the work, you know? Absolutely. So you got, you know, a couple holidays here. You know, you're going to have to just make sure you don't eat too much. Well, maybe <laughs> it doesn't hurt the bulk up a little bit more. But, I mean, like, just keep yourself in prime shape because you got essentially the camp, the tryout of a lifetime ahead of you, which is awesome. But it just yeah. now, yeah, you can't, you know, not saying you're going to slip. You can't, you know, <laughs> can't lose <laughs> focus though, now. Right. That's right. This is what you wanted. Now you got time. it. That's what I wanted. Yep, exactly. And I'm I'm gonna go in there. I'm planning on lighting it up, like I've been doing everywhere else I've been at. So, you know, I'm just praying injury free. I get in through camp without any you know injuries or anything like that, so I can really showcase what I can do in front of the world. Oh, absolutely. That's the plan. Well, Aaron, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I really do appreciate. Nah, you're good, man, I have all the time in the world. No, I know, but I mean, I, don't, I just don't want to like keep poking to get you to say something you don't want to say either. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm, fine, I want to be totally respectful of the opportunity that you have, and I don't want to, you know, help nah, blow it for you in any way. So, so you you said January, you're headed to Arlington, and yep. uh, how long do they tell you that kind of that window is of of training camp? I mean, did they it's give like you an a, idea like when? A, yeah, it's like a month. So they're not going to make a decision for a month. You're going to be there essentially for a month before yeah, you'll know. Training camps for a month. Not not training camps a month. Gotcha. I didn't know if they're going to be like, okay, you know, we got first round of cuts here, second round of cuts there, and it kind of just. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure how they're going to do the cuts and all that kind of stuff. I just know I got to be out there the sixth or seventh, and camp starts 
very shortly after. So Deal. that's when we get to business. How Can't familiar wait. are you with Arlington? Not familiar at all. But so, you might have to do some research now. <laughs> yeah, I know I am. I know I am. But I can't wait. I can't wait. Definitely an opportunity of your lifetime and definitely a life-changing opportunity for me. I'm just curious. Have you reached out to anybody else that has been drafted by the Roughnecks nah, just to connect with anybody? No, nah, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I, I, I will soon. But everything, like, what's today? The 20th, 21st? It's the 21st. Yep, Monday. Before 21st Thanksgiving. Has passed. This Ever since Wednesday, man, my phone's been glitching. <laughs> and I've been getting, my phone's been like running slow and getting so much calls and notifications and texts and all that kind of stuff. And just like the moment too, like I'm just like, I took like a couple of days just to, for it to register to me that I'm in the XFL, that I'm a part of, you know, XFL team, which is crazy. Yeah. I always thought I was going to get there, but you know, you don't really know how you're going to be once you, you know, get that opportunity. But, you know, now I'm just, you know, just letting it all soak in and just working hard and just ready for that opportunity come January. No, I'm not acting like I've ever been in your shoes, right? <laughs> so you take any advice I give you with a grain of salt or don't even take it at all, to be honest with you. I, I would totally get it. But I might start with the quarterbacks. Try to connect with those guys on social media. Oh, yeah. Drop them. Sure. I understand you got to battle it out against some other receivers, so you can't be best of buds with the guys you're competing with. I get that. Eventually, some of those guys are gonna be your, you know, likely your teammates. Yeah, I'm going. Quarterbacks, I'm going it may there. not I'm hurt. Do what I do. I know. <laughs> I'm just gonna go in there and do what I do and just make plays like I always do. That's the plan. Been yeah. make a lot of plays. That's it. Yeah, I would. I'd probably even start watching some highlight reels on those quarterbacks and see what they like to do. Just to kind of, yeah, you know, I know, just, I know the quarterbacks that got drafted. It was uh, Caleb Ellaby, um, was it Brandon Silvers, and then they took Cole McDonald. All very great quarterbacks, man. I haven't played with it. It's funny, I haven't played with quarterbacks that, like that yet. So it's going to be fun. I think they're going to have a lot of fun throwing to me too. <laughs> it's going to be. Oh, can you imagine? And I'm not trying to knock any quarterback you had ever played with previously, but yeah, I would think at this level. Like anything, it's the best of the best. And I understand the National Football League is the best, but, you know, some of these guys have uh, sniffed. Yeah, they got a lot. They got a lot of stuff on their resume, man. They got the blue check already. <laughs> they got they got a lot of stuff on their, on, their, uh, on their resume. You know, they play some big-time football, league experience, you know. And I'm, gonna, and I'm definitely going to learn a lot from them, too. Oh, yeah. But I just can't wait to make plays for them. No doubt. So I'm going to take one shot here. Have you got the playbook? No, I haven't got the playbook yet. Okay. Just curious how soon they get that in the hands of players. It'll be here soon. soon. Right, because that would make sense to me if having it before anyone shows up. So you're familiar, so you can really hit the ground running. Because it's only a month, month and change, you know, when all these teams are getting started. So I can't, you know, that's not a ton of time to actually put together new teams. You know, when we look at the national football league and all these teams, it doesn't matter how long they're kid. They have guys coming back from the year before, you know, saying so a lot of these guys are to have chemistry and you know, the, there's a certain system already in place. Everyone here 
is learning it brand new. The coaching staff is all new for the first time, right? All the players are brand new, whether they're trying or not. There's nobody really that are holdovers from the season before. It's all fresh. So I could definitely see that being very important, being ready to hit the ground running on day one. That's probably going to be the biggest thing the coaches are looking for on day one, who came prepared, who, who wasn't. Exactly. Who came in shape and who's ready to play. Yep, exactly. No doubt. be one of them. <laughs> no doubt about that. I'm going to be one of them. Doubt that. So, I mean, I am pretty excited for you. I, I, like I said, I was trying to tell you in the lead up to this, I just wanted this to be raw because I'm a new podcast host and any player that was willing to really share their story was awesome for me in the first place, right? I mean, just it really was an honor, a privilege, and it still is that, you know, essentially we have already connected. Here we are, second one, and it just to be here and seeing your name pop up on the board, I'm like, no, man, really? <laughs> I mean, like, because I, I mean, to be honest, I didn't think offensive skill set, it was, if you were, I thought it was going to be the uh, the open phase. It, yeah, it was exactly, like it, yeah, exactly. I was I was trying I was trying to be more realistic with it, but you know, they they saw something in me, man. They you know they were happy to get me. They were praying that nobody else got me up until then. You know, I was kind of a sleeper in there. In that too much of a sleeper because they rated you high enough that they were yeah. afraid that somebody else was going to. <laughs> you think yeah. about it, that's what that means, right? They took you in the mm-hmm. eighth round of the offensive skill. They felt they couldn't wait any longer. That's exactly. what's real. That's got to be a great feeling. That's awesome. Oh, but is. I mean, uh, it it just, you know, I wanted to message you much sooner. And I was just like, I can't. <laughs> I can't because one, no, phone calls are coming in from every which way. I'm just a podcast guy. He's He just came on my show once. I'm like, I want to be like, dude. And I was like, you know, I'm going to try to come in nice and reserved. Like, you know, congratulations. <laughs> Whatever your emotions were when you see my name in there, we're Identical to mine, man. <laughs> oh, I'm much more than mine because I mean, it's your life, it's your dream, you know, becoming more true. I know what your end goal is to get to the National Football League, like any other player that wants to compete against the best. But you're this is one more step in that, you know, stepping stone process to get where you want to be. So, I, right. I trust me, I know, you know, I felt excited for you, but I can right. only imagine how. Well, what did we talk just, about the last podcast before that we talked about all I needed was just to get to play to play in front of the guys that played that power five football that had league that the head league experience, you know? And that and then that D three agenda goes out the window, you know? Well here it is. What are they right? gonna say? Yeah, exactly. What are they gonna say once I play against these guys and I still make big plays and I still do what I do? I can't really say anything else. One hundred percent. You know, I mean it. I'm not going to be able to see that, right? I'm not going to see the videos coming from camp. So I wish I could. So I'm really hoping, you know, I, trust me, I, my chips are all in. I, I, you know, I'm not a Roughnecks fan. I'm sorry. I've been following, the, you know, if you look behind me, it's a Guardians guy back in New York. I moved to Florida. The Guardians are now back here. Come on, man. You got to be a Roughnecks fan now. Come on. You got at least, at least, at least second, <laughs> at least second team. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I will probably buy when they let you do custom jerseys you know that's what they did back in 2020 you do it you make that squad i'll buy your jersey roughnecks jersey Deal. i will put it up here on the wall right there (laughs) eventually this podcast will have video i know it's just audio right now but eventually we will do it 
And if you do that, put your jersey right up there. I'll get rid of this generic whatever. I mean, because, you know, I'm invested in you. Like, just, I mean, I, I not as much as you are invested in yourself, but this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, kind of feel like I have just a small piece of your journey. Not saying that I created it, but you I just did. feel like I'm along. A small piece of it. And be kind of cool to to be along Definitely that cool. ride. I'd make it to the National Football League. Heck, I'll buy your National Football League jersey and put it up there. As a, you know, one of the Ooh, guys well, that made the trash. Well, hopefully you keep on having me on here. <laughs> I hope that, you know, once you make it, you know, we're being positive here. Once you make it, I hope that the, you know, we can work something out, even if it has to go through the communications teams and stuff, that we can make something happen. So uh, not to drag this out any further, because, I mean, we could high five and celebrate this all day long. And I'm sure some of the listeners are like, all right, guys, we get it. You know, <laughs> guys are excited. <laughs> but, I mean, I, hey, it's not every day that, a fellow D3 player. I didn't play, you know, football, but, I, you know, I shared my story with you back in the day. I'm kind of living vicariously a little bit through you because back in the day, you know, when I graduated in 2002, soccer opportunities weren't what they are today with all the leagues. Are but here you are. All these leagues are available. I'm kind of living vicariously through you because I'm not saying I would have, but it would have been cool if I could have tried and then see success happen kind of you know in a similar fashion that you are so it's, it's it is awesome it really is yeah for sure they definitely got these new leagues up and going now it makes it you know easier for guys like me to to keep going well aaron it has been a pleasure and i appreciate you taking the time again to return to the show and share your xfl draft day experience and just everything surrounding the lead up it's just, I can't help but feel excited for you. I just can't. I mean, I, if anyone can see this, I, I literally have a smile on my face. It's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of feel like a kid on Christmas, but it's like, it's not even my life. You know, it's, it's, it is that's awesome. Exactly how it was. That's exactly how I could, uh, could describe it, man. Be, being a kid on Christmas day, you know, but that's exactly what it was like being drafted. Oh, I can only, I can only day, imagine. Open up the biggest present. <laughs> that's what it was like. Well, like I said, I'm excited for you. I hope camp goes well. I hope you just blow, you know, everyone's socks off, their caps off, whatever, that their minds are just, wait, where has this guy been? Yeah, you're definitely going to hear a lot of that come January, yeah. for sure. And you that's act, a promise. And then you <laughs> ultimately make that active roster, man. I, I just can't wait to see it. Make me buy that jersey. Just make me buy it. Yeah, it's going right there behind you. All right. <laughs> and if work. so. I would love to have you come back again so we could talk about what camp was like and, you know, what the preparations for the season, you know, kind of how that the hub situation, it's going to be a unique situation, you know, compared to what other professional athletes have dealt with before. I know the USFL has a hub, but it's going to be a unique hub, but playing in the market. So it'd be a really cool opportunity just to kind of get your journey through all that and see, you know, what it's like. It'd be really awesome. Sure. All right, so once again, if our listeners or even the new ones that have come on since then wanted to be able to follow you in this entire journey, the Cinderella journey, if you will, not that you're where you were looking <laughs> to put a glass slipper on you, but if they want to be able to follow you, where can they do so? All right, so on Twitter, it's Aaron underscore N7. That's my Twitter. And on uh, Instagram, it's Aaron with three N's underscore 10 underscore perfect thank you aaron 
No problem. I am grateful to reconnect with Aaron. Being able to do so helps shed light onto the XFL draft. I am also excited for Aaron and his playing future. I will be keeping a close eye on him and his playing career. Best of luck to Aaron in January's training camp. Unfortunately, we do not have any fan line messages this week. If you have a comment, question, or hot take and would like it to be heard on the show, reach out to the fan line by calling 863-TALK-XFL or 863-825-5935. Doing so, your message could be included in an upcoming episode. All good things must come to an end. This concludes another episode of Player 54 Podcast. As always, I am interested in receiving your feedback. So do not be a stranger. Reach out to let me know your thoughts. And if you do so, your comments might just make it on the show. But before you go, do not forget to subscribe and rate the show on your platform of choice. One last thing. If you're interested in checking out our friends over at Royal Retros by 503 Sports, do not forget to click on the link in the show's description and notes, as well as that sweet code, Let's Talk XFL, or 10% off your purchase. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, cheers. Thank you for tuning into today's show. Don't forget to subscribe and rate Player 54 Podcast on your platform of choice. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Player 54 Podcast. Do you have a question or topic you would like to have addressed on the show? Message the show via social media or send an email to player54podcast at gmail.com.